Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee, by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the they found the telephone and electricity line. Weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Good morning. Murder. Sometimes, police officers need to reach out and accept help from an outside source. In 2010, a reporter contacted local police with some troubling news. According to an algorithm he used, he believed that there was a serial killer operating in Gary, Indiana from 1980 to 2008. They dismissed his claims. Little did they know that just four years later, they would be arresting a man born on March 21st, 1971, in connection to a single murder. A man who would go on to confess his involvement in six other murders making him the serial killer they were warned about. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. In August of 2010, a man named Thomas Hargrove, a reporter with the Scribs Howard News Service, came to police with some troubling news. According to Hargrove, he had used an algorithm 
one that would later become the basis of the Murder Accountability Project, which he founded, Twin put all of the crime in Gary, Indiana, and came to the conclusion that there was a serial killer at large and had been from 1980 to 2008. During those 28 years, there were 15 suspicious deaths that Hargrove was now speculating were all at the hands of one perpetrator. Not just that, but the local deputy coroner agreed with his theory and even added three more suspected victims to the list. The police, however, denied his claims and said there was no evidence to back a serial killer theory. Then came the death of 19-year-old Africa Hardy. She was found strangled in a Motel 6 bathroom on October 17, 2014, four years after Thomas did his best to alert police of a dangerous man. When they checked Africa's phone records, they were led to a man named Darren Dion Van. When police arrested him in connection to the crime, he allegedly confessed to not just Africa's death, but the death of many other women. So who is Darren Van? Darren was born on March 21st, 1971 in Indiana. He was married for 16 years to a woman who was 30 years older than him who filed for divorce in 2009. He was discharged from the Marines after just two years of service and spent time in and out of jail over the years for assault. And as police were now learning, Darren was a cold-blooded killer. He told police that, in addition to Africa Hardy, he killed at least six other women. There was Anita Jones, 35, who was last seen alive on October 8, 2014, and reported missing two days later. Tierra Beatty, 28, who left to meet a friend on January 13, 2014, and never returned. Christine Williams, 36, who was a mother of four and had not been heard from since February of 2014. Tracy Martin, 41, reported missing June 26, 2014. Sonia Billingsley, 53, reported missing on February 7, 2014. And Tanya Gatlin, 27, who had been missing since January of 2014. Not only was Darren admitting to these murders, but he was leading police on a macabre tour around Gary and Deanna's abandoned buildings to find their bodies. These were simply the murders he admitted to. But if we believe the work done by Thomas Hargrove, Darren Van has been killing women in the area for well over 20 years undetected. On May 4, 2018, Darren Van pled guilty to seven counts of murder. As a part of a plea agreement, he avoided the death penalty and was sentenced to seven concurrent life sentences on May 25th. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on March 22nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. 
Thank you again and have a wonderful day.